Welcome to News from the Breach, a Dragon Prince podcast. I'm Kaylee, and I'm here with Yannick. Good morning, my little rays of sunshine. It's actually good evening because it's dark here already. But you know, winter time and all of that. <laughs> Depressing. But I love your good morning thing. <laughs> Thank you. So today we're going to talk about chapter seven and chapter eight of Book Sky, the second season of The Dragon Prince. Um, so as usual, I'm going to read the synopses and then we'll get into the... Um, juicy bits. The juicy bits. Yeah. Okay, so chapter seven, Fire and Fury. Claudia, Sorin, and the captive Corvus arrive at a town. Sorin provokes a dragon into attacking the settlement, but Claudia's magic drives her off. Nearby, Ezrin, Callum, and Rayla watch the humans chaining up the wounded dragon. Rayla intervenes, and aided by Callum, using dark magic, helps the dragon escape. And chapter 8, The Book of Destiny. Corvus catches up to Team Zim, hailing Ezrin as king. Traumatized from his use of dark magic, Callum is seized by fever dreams. The elf in the mirror reveals himself at to Viren as Aravos. With the most amazing, deep, intense voice. <laughs> yeah, true. Unexpected. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's it already. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's. Synopsis was very short for the second episode. Yeah. Don't know about you, but for the first. The first chapter, chapter seven, I had so many notes. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it's so crazy. And also our storylines crossed over a little bit. So apologies, listeners, if we uh, jump around a bit more in this episode. Yeah. We try our best to keep it <laughs> organized, but um, it was a lot on, in this one. But we can start with Viren. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So... Viren gets back from the Pentarchy and he's all sad. <laughs> uh, Apelli is pissed off with him. How dare you, she mm -hmm. says. He committed mm -hmm. treason and Viren said it was all for nothing. Yeah. Apelli threatens to remove him from the council, but um, there could be more dire consequences as well. Yeah. By the way, did you no notice that uh, she's also spoken... I think from uh, by Paula Burroughs. Is she? I I think she uh, sounds like Rayla. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, we can look it up for next yeah. time. <laughs> so, Viren goes down to the cellar, and Gren is still there, um, and he's very cheerful. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you had a pleasant trip. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Viren is wondering how he can possibly remain so cheerful in such dire circumstances. And uh, he tells Viren, why see himself as being chained down when he can be chained up? <laughs> With a double thumbs up. <laughs> and the metal are clinking. Oh, it's very, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. I, I also wonder how he can stay so cheerful. Yeah, me too. And what, what about his, uh, you know food and everything yeah i don't know what he did while virin was gone yeah i don't know <laughs> but he's still he's still okay <laughs> things could be worse he could <laughs> be chained down um yeah yeah and uh virin goes back to his mirror and now he has nothing left to lose um he does the spell he cuts his hand and the weird bug thing appears in uh, the other bowl and mm -hmm. then uh, magics itself into Viren's bowl and, th and then it crawls up him and it's really creepy because it crawls under his sleeve um, yeah. it, it could have completely crawled over his sleeve and not been so <laughs> disgusting and uh, Viren's also a bit disgusted by it, he's like yeah. it's climbing up and then we hear the voice for the first time and he says, speak. <laughs> so I may hear you. And then he says, how may I serve you? Yeah, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. 
And also how long I, I have waited to hear the sound of another voice. Yeah. How so, long has he been in this mirror? Yeah. It's crazy. And we still don't know the name. We still don't at, know the name. At, at least not here in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, chapter, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, about this bowl thing. Uh, it's So it's a portal. So it's cool that in this world also portals exist. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering as well um if the voice is the book's voice or if it's uh the elf's real voice, you know? <laughs> if the book, this tiny book has a really deep voice or if the elf himself has this really deep voice. But I th- imagine it's the elf's real voice because yeah, it's magic. Yeah, it should be the elf um because the the buck couldn't make such noises. Yeah. Also, uh, he crawled out of his mouth, so so it's like it's a part of him. A horcrux of his voice ability. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny though because you see it's such a small thing, and yeah. I imagine it speaking like la 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 <laughs> with a high voice or something. And it's such a shock then <laughs> when the real voice comes out. Um, we almost uh, spoiled it in the last uh, or two episodes ago uh, but this voice is also the voice of the narrator Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the first season and it's also the voice of Ko the face stealer from Avatar the Last Airbender Mm -hmm. which we we already mentioned I think when we talked about the, the narrator in the beginning but glad to have him back. He has a very mesmerizing voice, I would say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to look up the actor's name, actually. Um, I did look it up and then I forgot to write it down. Okay, we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, but he's very cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, do do, do you, um. Do we want to talk a little bit about Avros or do we go on to another uh, mm. party? I don't know. <laughs> do you yeah, want to... Just... Inc- yeah, Sorry. what do you want to say? No, just d- this, you know, that sees a, an archmage and, you know, this magic around him. It's so fascinating. I don't know. It really is, yeah, and... Uh... Yeah, Aravos is the name, we've also heard it before, the cube that Callum has mm-hmm. is called the Key of Aravos, so yeah, it's very mysterious, and yeah, we know from from Harrow's letter to Callum um, that Aravos was a master of all six primal sources. Which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a bit of a... Uh, it's not really a spoiler because we've heard it already. But, yeah. Um, to connect the dots, I, yeah, ha- exactly. I hadn't connected the dots. I think. Yeah. The first time I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, me, me neither. Yeah. So it's quite exciting, but it's quite scary uh, that Viren now has this, this friend, this seemingly seemingly very powerful friend. I don't know about friend. Maybe a servant. Uh. Because how may I serve you? So it's yeah. it's not necessarily a friendship. Or he's pretending to serve him to get something out of it for himself. This we don't know yet. Maybe. No. Yeah. So many things yet to find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very exciting. Really exciting, yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to Claudia and Soren. So they want to take Corvus to jail in this town, and then they actually plan to go and look for Callum and Ez. <laughs> and we have this nice quote from <laughs> from Soren as Corvus is trying to uh, escape again, and he says, "Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times." Back to you again. <laughs> That's not how it goes. Shame on you. 
Shame on you. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> oh yeah, not a uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones reference. reference yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, like the way Soren's brain works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't always make a hundred percent sense. But he wanted to uh, let him escape again. Yeah, he did. He almost did. Until yeah, Claudia then... was like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. uh, Crazy. It's good that uh, Soren has Claudia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Claudia, sorry. Oh, always saying that. Uh, yeah, so they come into the town and no one's listening to Soren <laughs> because mm -hmm. they're busy looking at the sky. And then we see this red dragon. And it's the third night in a row that the dragon's flown over, we found out from one of the townspeople. Mm -hmm. And Sorin has the really good idea of taking command and shooting the dragon down. Corvus want, warns him not to. Uh, he says the dragon's just trying to intimidate us. And also a really nice quote from Corvus, don't start a fight, you can't finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, skipping through this quickly, he tries to shoot it. Uh, the dragon is then really angry. And another Game of Thrones reference I have in my notes is that the dragon Dracarys is the town. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah, yeah, true. Burns mm -hmm. the town. Yeah. Which escalated really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, bad idea from Sauron. Oops. Mm hmm. Um, and he keeps ordering the people to keep firing at the dragon, and then the dragon's causing more destruction, and also the ballistas are causing destruction. I noticed at least when they shot one, it just, like, crashed into a building. <laughs> and, uh, it's just chaos. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, he slowly realizes that he's made a mistake, and he says to Claudia... I think I really messed up this time, Claude's, and he doesn't know what to do. Until Claudia has the great idea to use a griffin eye to enchant one of the spears from the ballister. Mm -hmm. And it will never miss its target. Yeah. But before uh, Soren frees Corvus and uh, tells him to save as many people as he can. Oh, I thought that came later. But yeah, yeah. true. And then he discusses with Claudia why she's carrying an eye of a griffin around. <laughs> <laughs> But, Disgusting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he should uh, thank her for doing this. And, yeah, Claudia then uses a homing spell. She says, Kram ruyor dinif dlob registra. Heartseeker bold, find your mark. So the arrow or projectile never misses uh, the dragon, no matter the circumstances. Yep. And I... the arrow actually got wings. And It did, for a second. Yeah, exactly. And uh, follows the dragon and hits the dragon in the chest. Yeah. Or near the wing. Yeah. Okay. At this point, I, I would jump to Team Zim because they're about to uh, join in their two stories. So uh, Callum's playing with his cube and is asking Bait what he thinks the cube is a key to. And Rayla comes along and they're talking and he says he needs a breakthrough. He feels like he's close to connecting to the primal source, but doesn't know how to go on. Um, and then he asks her, how does it feel when she connects to the moon? Um, I don't know whether to say it now or to save it for the, <laughs> the jelly tarts. Yeah, I'll say it now. It's because it's queer. She says, I just stand in the light of the full moon. And then there's a feeling like, ah, shwa, wa, 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 wa. And then there's a sort of ting. And then a, ba moon shadow powers. <laughs> Which and doesn't help. <laughs> and a uh, little bit of trivia to it. As she exclaims Moonshadow Powers, she strikes the um, Sailor Moon's transformation pose. Yes. No. <laughs> she does. Um, I don't know Sailor Moon, but I read the same trivia. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. 
And I thought she's mocking him a little bit uh, because maybe it's not true that that this is the process of uh, getting the powers or something, <laughs> you know, because she was uh, before mocking him a little bit uh, when she said uh, losing to bait to a game of roly cubes. <laughs> true. <laughs> but so, I, think yeah. she, I think she was being genuine, though. Yeah, yeah, because she's really like, I never really thought about it before. And then she thinks about it and she just describes everything she's feeling. <laughs> yeah. How do you describe something that you've always known? It must be, it must be difficult. Yeah, true, true. But Lou Jane's description wasn't much more helpful either of how it feels to be connected <laughs> to the, <laughs> to the Arcanum. Can't remember exactly what what she said, but just um, yeah, she just like feels it inside, and uh, yeah, mm, yeah, true. But it's not helping Callum. No, not at all. <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. It is nice. Yeah, didn't help Callum, but he did enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're talking about getting across the border to Zadia, um, and that it's crazy dangerous. And here's another trivia point here. Um, when Callum says, one does not simply walk into Zadia, it's also a reference from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one does not simply walk into Mordor. True. But actually, one does simply walk into <laughs> Xadia because there's a secret path, the Moonstone path. Yes. Hooray! So one yeah. can simply walk into Zadia. Yeah. Uh, so they try to go back to sleep, and Bait sees a dragon fly by. Very scary. Mm-hmm. And turning green. And turning green. And then Rayla wakes up again to an angry dragon sound. And they all kind of run off to see what's going on, and Bait stays with Zim. And this is the point where our two groups, kind of the stories meld together, so I wouldn't really separate what happens from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see the dragon burning the town from a distance, uh, which Rayla's really shocked about. Callum and Ezrin ask her why why the dragon's doing that, and she's she's just like, I don't know. And she's really she's really shocked herself to mm-hmm. see it. And then the shot down dragon who'd been hit hit by the uh Griffin Eye spear almost knocks them over and then lands in a in a clearing and then they run down to it and uh, Ezrin pulls out the spear and then they run away into the trees and see Soren and Claudia arrive and then they go back to the cave so many things happening here so much description sorry <laughs> I, I thought in this scene uh, when the fr- a dragon flies over them that he snaps after them you know with the with the fingers Oh, did he? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, did I, she? I just no, no, she didn't. I think, but it looked like it. You know, okay. like or or some of something like help me. Yeah, she was just out of control. Yeah, exactly. But it was good they got out of the way. Getting hit by a a big dragon wouldn't be very good. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, the poor dragon has crashed, and Soren and Claudia. Um, find the dragon and Claudia has a nice moment gloating about having shut down the dragon even though that was Soren's dream (laughs) and what does Soren do to see if the the dragon's still alive (laughs) he kicks it (laughs) (laughs) and then he tells his soldier people that they've collected from the town to secure the dragon (sighs) Hmm. and Claudia thinks about using the dragon for dark magic because mm. in his in her book is uh, there's even a chapter about spells that use dragon snot. It's yeah. some powerful goo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Soren is thinking about moving the dragon to Viren instead of Sim. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how, or he doesn't know how, because it weighs a million tons. And Claudia has the great of, uh, idea to cut it uh, into pieces. Blech. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Animal abuse. In the meantime, back at the cave, Callum and Rayla are talking again. Rayla feels really bad that they didn't help the dragon. Mm. And 
Callum says that Zim getting Zim back is more important than anything. But Rayla said that uh, they have to break the never-ending cycle of uh, humans hurting other humans and someone has to take a stand so she decides to go alone which is actually what uh, Caleb said to her yeah right in the beginning Mm. (laughs) in the first season and Callum's really annoyed because he can't do anything or feels like he can't do anything and he starts drawing Rayla um, and then he throws the book to the ground sees a picture of Claudia and her magic book, her dark magic book, and then he also runs off, leaving Ez to play hide-and-seek with Zim. Which isn't such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Bait is easy to find, but Zim, yeah, maybe he should have not lost him. Yeah. Yeah, He lost the dragon prince. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. back at the dragon clearing (laughs) Rayla is back and she starts cutting the dragon free Sorin and Rayla fight um, and then she's surrounded by soldiers and it's raining now Uh, it's not looking good for Rayla but then Callum shows up with uh, with the book of dark magic from Claudia's bag and like he has a bug in his hand yeah, it's a, no, it's not a bug. It's a um, snake belly, because he uses. Um, so in the in the wiki it says, um, so he uses a snake morphing spell. Claudia already used it, so so you can either use uh, the essence of white powder or a snake's belly, and this is a snake's belly. Right. It's funny, you wouldn't know these things unless you looked it up. Looking at it in his hand, it's like, what is that green thing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Something disgusting that he can squish. (laughs) Do you know what the magic spell is? What he says? At Nibnu leads Knire Lizis. Slittering steel unbind. Mm. Yeah. And what happens again? The chains turn to snakes. (laughs) And then the snakes... Uh, chasing the chasing the soldiers around. And Callum's eyes go purple and then black and then normal and then he's just unconscious on the floor. But yeah, dear me, Callum, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh yeah, did something he said he would never do, which is um was quite a shock, I think. Mm-hmm. True. But yeah, he he was. Uh, I think he was a little bit hopeless. What to do? How to help them? B- yeah, he was feeling a little bit um, useless. Mm-hmm. And I think in in this circumstance, I don't know. He just had the idea to help them somehow. Or yeah. maybe he also wanted to try it out. You know. I feel like it was more out of desperation. Yeah. He felt like he had to do something. And in that moment, that's the only thing he could do because he was trying so hard to connect with the primal sources and it's not working. And what's the only thing he can do? Yeah. Dark magic. True. But yeah. Rayla's face, though, when he does it, she's really shocked and Mm. disappointed, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Callum... Callum, Callum, Callum. Bad decision, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But the dragon is then free. True. And uh, he fell so easily. So after the spell, which is really powerful, I, I, I think. Yeah. He just fell to the ground. Yeah, he just collapses in a pile. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and me- meanwhile, Soren's now attacking the dragon. The dragon's up and angry. Um, and he manages to, he cuts off one of the dragon's horns, mm-hmm. her right horn, and then she knocks him against a rock and he's yeah. he's out, he's on the ground. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the dragon is about to kill him and then she is suddenly distracted because little Zim is there, mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. hide and seek Zim, and yeah. Ez, Ez runs out to protect him and the red dragon stands over them both, sniffs them, and then flies away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Claudia starts a spell to catch Zim, 
also another snaky, <laughs> snaky yeah. spell with yeah. her snake yeah. bracelet that she has. I, I think it's the same spell, essentially. Yeah, uh, but instead of um, loosening this, the chains, it's like using it to catch. Ah, yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Instead. Yeah. yeah. So maybe more like the tentacle spell she used before in the last... Ah, could be, yeah, it could be, could be. Two chapters ago. Yeah. Yeah, but then she, she, you know, she's about to do it and then Soren's calling for help and she has a a short hesitation Mm -hmm. of being like, do I help Soren or do I catch the dragon? But she she runs to help her brother. Which is uh, interesting because she promised Viren that the egg is more important than Soren. That's true. And she ignores it. So she yep. uh, helps Soren, which is good, I think. It is good. Yeah. 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 It's a good decision. Yeah. I was impressed because yeah. it could yeah. have gone a completely different way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Team Sim flees. Yeah. They run away uh, slowly because Callum is <laughs> yeah. incapacitated. But yeah. So sorry, that was a a lot of description of what you've already seen, listeners. Um, mm-hmm. But we kind of, yeah, it's good to get through it. A lot happened in this episode. <laughs> Big thing, I think, is Soren's mistake. Like, that he decided to attack the dragon. Yeah. And the consequences of that is that he ends he ends up on the ground at the end and he says he can't move. No. Seems really serious. No. And yeah, also, yeah, Callum's decision to use dark magic. It's no. a re- really big step in what's probably the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's, what's going to come out of it. Yeah, we talk more about it, uh, I think, in the next few minutes. But yep. yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah. As yep. Corvus said, don't start a fin- fight you can't finish. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Difficult. And I think also quite meaningfully for this episode, although maybe it's just random, the the recap at the beginning of this episode, um, the voice was uh, Soren. Mm-hmm. So so Jesse in a color. Um and it's quite a Soren Soren oriented episode. <laughs> so I mm. felt like it fits it fits quite well. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's uh, the attitude of a lot of soldiers or, you know, warriors to just take command and uh attack first without asking questions or waiting. Yeah. You know, just let it let it be. But every time I see it, I think it's so stupid. It's so, so stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's this urge to, to do something and yeah. be, but, but be why? useful. But why? Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. But like, it's interesting that you can really compare in this episode kind of Soren's decision and Callum's decision in the same way. It's like, you didn't have to do that. True. Yeah, yeah. If you say, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. True. But it's different again because Callum was. But yeah, but in this, uh, so when Callum did it, he wants to help someone. Mm-hmm. But Soren wants to hurt someone. But he wanted to hurt the dragon to save the town. Yeah, but the yeah yeah yeah. Okay. In, but in the dragon his... didn't do anything. Yeah, know? it's true. And I think it 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 wasn't even a town. It was just an outpost. You know, it was just uh, military stuff. I, I, I don't think. think so. Okay. Um, ah, the because s- there's a... Yeah, okay. You're in the right. scene when they're all looking up at the sky, it's civilians and soldiers. No, it's also... There are doctors and everything. True, they have a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Which we know from the next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, yeah, it's just very... It's very interesting. Um, I think it, it it was really a really good episode, like as a standalone episode. Mm-hmm. And I read, I think it was in the wiki, that this was the first episode that they um, storyboarded. Yeah, So when, when they were putting the Dragon Prince together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was quite a, an important tying together episode of a lot of things and the different storylines and 
Team Zim having to deal with a situation, like an unanticipated situation and stuff. Although they did use um, mix-up stuff uh, before. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I found it interesting that that was like, this was the first episode that they did that with and kind yeah. of came up with how they want to structure the episodes and things. Oh, true. Um, must have been quite an important episode then for the for the creators. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. So I I have one thing left, the introduction of the griffin, which is a winged, four-legged bird-like creature, um, which are known to be poached for their eyes, feathers, and talons, which serve as ingredients for dark magic spells. Instead of having the head of an eagle, the griffins of Sadia have the head of an owl. Hmm. Pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty because, spoiler, we see one in the outro. Yeah. And yeah, look it up. I, I We will also link it uh, in the show notes. It's it's really cool. Um. Yeah, and the title? Yeah, true. Fire mm -hmm. and Fury. Um, it's clearly the whole scenario with the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also May as well. Fire, obviously a dragon, but Fury, maybe also Callum with his dark magic thing going hmm. on. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, maybe. And Rayla also, because she, she's angry with herself, hmm. because she she um yeah didn't help the dragon in the first run. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't think there's much more to say about this title, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. It's clear. Quite clear. Yeah, it's the first time we see a dragon uh, using fire as well. Oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. We've seen dragons doing thunder spells. There's thunder things, shooting thunder. <laughs> yeah, because this is a fire dragon. Seems to be. Yeah. The other one was a sky dragon, right? Yeah. Yeah, and some as well. Yeah. Sky dragon or a storm dragon, I think, even. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> so we're already through with the first chapter. We continue with the Book of Destiny, chapter 8. And let's start with Ruin again. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, Viren uh, is hiding in the castle and everyone is looking for him. Again? Yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's back in this uh, room where he um, trapped Hunan. And yeah, talking with the mirror creature, we know uh, now that is Avaros. Uh, no, we learn it now because he, he asks, uh, who are you? And the creature says, name doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Where are you? He doesn't know. He never lies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then he asks again for the name. And yeah. Aros tells him, yeah, I'm Aros. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Ririn puts the bug into a bottle and walks away. And the elf is just standing there and smiling. And I was wondering, what the fuck? What? what why? Yeah. Yeah, he knows he's going to go and look for his name. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we see in the next scene, uh, Rowan hides, but strolls through the castle and going to the library and searches for books and scrolls with the name. But when he finds the name on the page, the page turns black. Yeah. So every occurrence just washes Ray and turns black. And he shouts, what's happening? And <laughs> a librarian says, shh, you're in a library. Yes, I'm quite aware I'm in a library. Shh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he goes back to the creature, to Aroros, and he's just like, what's going on? What game are you playing? And the elf is just pointing to his ear and saying or mentioning yeah put the bug on you so i can speak with you but he just asked so we just asks uh, asks why should i trust you you shouldn't yet 
Not yet. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. In the library bit, I paused and I really looked carefully at the page to see if there was anything written about Aravos, but it was written in a different kind of language. Ah. So yeah. didn't okay. get any extra information. Uh-huh. Shame. Yeah. Uh, shame. <laughs> that is a shame. <laughs> and other thing I wanted to mention was that Apelli, when they were searching for Virin, she was talking to the soldier, which is the soldier from the first episode that got away from Rayla. Mm-hmm. And she tells him to be ready for any anything, uh, to not underestimate him. Yeah, true. Which is really smart. <laughs> so they're, they're really after Viren now. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of language was it? Do you know? Or what, uh, was it uh, different uh, symbols, letters or anything? It looked like English okay. in the beginning uh, when 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 you first look at it, but then some of the letters were all mixed up. So uh, ah. I don't know if that was the spell already mixing up yeah. the letters even before it started disappearing, okay. or just if the the script in this world is different than our script. Okay, but was it Latin? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Latin. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been cool <laughs> to find yeah. out some extra things from these books, but you know. Yeah. But they had a, a nice style. So like the A was a picture actually. Yeah. And and stuff like this. So, yeah. Yeah. Like the old Bible books and stuff. Yeah, like old school. Yeah. Old school writing. Yeah, it yeah. was really really nicely done. And this page that had Aravis's picture on it mm-hmm. and all these symbols and stuff, it was also really nicely drawn. True. Mm. So, Soren and Claudia? Okay. Claudia is trying everything to cure Soren um, and she starts pinching him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's just rude. <laughs> Which is just rude. <laughs> Um, and then she does a pretty healing spell, yeah. which is pretty, but it doesn't do anything. <laughs> and she's getting really, really desperate now and orders the soldiers to take him to the hospital where they find out that he's not going to get better and he's never going to walk again. And when Claudia visits Sore Sore, <laughs> um, he says he knows already. Yeah. But he's glad because he can't do anything terrible because he can't do anything. Yeah. And he, he tells her about uh, his secret mission. To uh, kill he the got princess. from Ruin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that he wants Dad to love me and be proud of me. Yeah. yeah. And I found that interesting that you, you said in the last episode that Claudia ignored her orders from Viren, which mm-hmm. was that if something happens to Sauron, it's not important. And in in this chapter, then, yeah, Sauron's happy that he can't do what Viren had ordered him to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's mm. interesting. So both don't do what Viren yeah. asks, but still want him to be, uh, you know, proud yeah. of them and loving yeah. them. Going back to the spell... Yeah, it's just a, it's not a pretty healing spell. It should be a healing spell, mm-hmm. normal healing spell. Spill mill, asset, ot effil knirp, bring life to these limbs. And she uses flower petals and a tad of grasshopper goop. Would she put, yeah. Did she put it in his mouth, the grasshopper goop? <laughs> yes, yes, she did. He was like... <laughs> But yeah, he looked also pretty with the petals on his eyes. <laughs> and then the petals disappeared and then he just watched the purple fluffy things settling on him. Just <laughs> nice, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> Soren thought about it for 10 minutes and decides he wants to be a poet. <laughs> so cool. And he has a haiku, which isn't a haiku. Dragon smash boy. Say the good words now. They light the hearts of other people. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and he wants to, um, you know, drink some kind of soothing yeah. tea, which is a reference to Iroh from uh, Avatar. True. Yeah. Always the Avatar yeah. references here. But yeah, tea yeah. drinking is very important. In the yeah. Especially soothing tea. tea. And yeah. the poetry drives Claudia mad. And she goes into <laughs> like a, a smashing frenzy. And this is also a reference to the last chapter because <laughs> the nurse is saying, calm down. And Claudia's really angry and she says, no, you calm up. <laughs> so it's like the chained down, chained up thing all over again. And she's a little bit in denial. He can't be like this. He can't even count syllables. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> yeah. And the the fact that uh, Soren's poetry is so bad. Uh, also reminded me of um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy from Douglas Adams. There's this species which use terrible poetry ah, to torture people. Oh God, yes, true. <laughs> so he will be now on now unknown as Vogon Soren. <laughs> oh, it's a yeah. good, yeah, true, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> Forty-two, by the way. Forty-two, yes. Always. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, every reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then she's outside and she's calming herself with her mantra. <laughs> of there is no cinnamon. Oh, I can't even say it. There's no synonym for cinnamon. <laughs> awesome. Um, when Ez suddenly shows up on a banther. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the end of their storyline. But yeah, Soren seems pretty okay with the fact that he's just in bed now. Yeah. Uh, but Claudia can't deal with it at all. At all. Yeah. But yeah, let's see what's going on with Team Sim. So, of course, we we uh, spoiled a little bit because the banter doesn't show up so soon. So, they are close to the border of Xadia and uh, Callum just wants to... No, he needs to rest uh, his eyes while we walk. Uh, his eyes are purplish and he's very uncomfortable. And he lies down on a yeah, rock. Mm -hmm. And dreaming about lying on a hill of keys. Well, yeah, yeah. A mountain. Yeah. yeah a lot a of big keys. Pile of keys. And there's a red glowing and he grabs after the glowing and it's a cube. But there is a dark magic symbol glowing red. And yeah, he just throws it away because he's clearly afraid of it. He throws it away towards another figure. We don't know yet. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, he says, who are you? Who's there? Show yourself or I will greet you. No. Ah, okay. I mixed something <laughs> up. Uh, because during the dream, then uh, there's a, a noise in the bush. And Rayla asks, who are you? Who's there? Show yourself or I will greet you with my pointy friends. Mm. <laughs> with her knives. And yeah, it's Chorus. And he is in a fighting stance with his um, arrow stuff. But as soon as he sees uh, Ersuren, he's dropping his weapon and explains that he's he was sent by Amaya and he's here to serve the king, King Ersuren. And I thought, damn, oof. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah put his foot in it there so so yeah yeah Ezrin realizes that Harrow is dead mm -hmm. and as he's thinking about it realizes that Rayla had two ribbons when they first met and that one fell off and when Rayla says that must have been when he fell Ezrin was really angry because he didn't fall he was killed yeah and that's something very different and yeah. he asks if Callum knows 
which he does. And then he goes off for a walk um, on his own. And he says, just let me be alone, please. When both of them try to go after him. Yeah, everyone wanted to go after him, except for Callum, obviously. Yeah. Also, also Zim. Also Zim. And Bate stops him. And yeah, exactly. It's an emotional roller coaster because he also was first a little bit in denial. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, Yeah, like, I don't know. But then he also is like sad afterwards and he cares for his brother first before realizing it fully. Yeah. Or, or, you know, this processing and going for a walk, which is really interesting. So. Yeah. A lot happens in one moment for Ezrin right there. Yeah. 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 Everything changes. But he, he already accepts that he's king and he says that if he's king, he should be allowed. Uh, like, that Corvus has to do what he says. And he's exactly. going off alone. Oh. So I'm just going to skip ahead with this bit so we can go back to Callum. Corvus mm-hmm. goes and searches for him and finds that his tracks end in Bantha tracks and tells Rayla, who finds it hilarious that <laughs> Corvus thinks that... <laughs> Ezrin's been eaten by a Bantha because he's fine and he's a special boy who can talk to animals. So he oh. must have gotten a ride on a Bantha, which we already know because he showed up where Claudia was. Oh. <laughs> Not in the Bantha, but on the Bantha. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. So Ezrin finally knows it's not a secret anymore. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a lot... A lot to deal with. Yeah. And he can't talk to Callum about it at the moment because Callum's in his weird dream state. Mm. Um. So should we go back to Callum in his in his weird yeah. dreams? Um, yeah. There's a lot going on, so I've kind of condensed it because I don't think we have to mention everything here. Okay. But he tells his dark self that dark magic... It was too easy to do it. It shouldn't have been so yeah. easy. But he doesn't want to do it again. And Shadow Callum tries to convince him to accept his destiny. But then uh, Harrow shows up. Uh, King Harrow shows up chained to his throne and tells Callum that he's free from the past and the future and that fate is a lie. And Callum then sees the evil in his shadow self's face. It's glitching. Yeah, it's glitching. Um, And then he tells his shadow self, destiny is a book that you write yourself. Yeah. So this is also a reference to uh, chapter five in uh, book two, breaking the seal. Mm. So breaking the cycle. You know, like King Harrow told him, yeah, uh, you're free to do whatever you want. Uh, There is no destiny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this is interesting. Also, yeah. that's why he was in his stream. Mm-hmm. And when the face glitched, there, I thought it would also be the voice of Ruin glitching through. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because so, the voice changes. Yeah. 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 Ah. yeah, I didn't think of that. But yeah. yeah, you could be right. Yeah, it's really, it's really spooky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this is... So when I was looking at um, MDB, I read one of the comments. Mm-hmm. And someone was saying that the title of their comment is Finding Yourself in the Depths of Your Choices. And that he was longing to be good at something, and then he did something he said he would never do. And that this kind of dream state he's in, he's evaluating guidelines from various role models of the present and the past. So... Harrow shows up uh, a bit later. We've got Villas showing up, who was teaching him about uh, the Sky Arcanum. Yeah. But it seems like what Harrow said allowed. So this is this is me now, not the comment from IMDb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but pulling it together, uh, it seems like what Harrow said kind of helps him be like, no, really, I don't want to do dark magic, and lets him continue on his voyage to connect with sky magic which is what he was doing before so yeah going back to his uh dreaming that then he's uh 
he is the sail on this ship with Villas, <laughs> and uh, Dream Villas tells him to be like the wing, which he was telling when when they were on the ship together. He said that a sail was like a wing. Yeah, and uh, this this quote is also, <laughs> I think, a reference to uh, Avatar Korra, because when Korra's learning to do. I want to say air magic now because I'm all in dragon prince mode <laughs> to do air bending. Um, Tenzin and his family is telling her be the leaf. So ah okay yeah interesting like, re- reminded me of that yeah. be like the wing. Just mo- yeah. one more thing to this uh, IMDb comment. Um, so when he dreams about his role models, Harrow and Willis, what about Liu Chain? Yeah. Maybe it's well. Lu Jane wasn't very helpful. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but she also explained him something, and I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it was too much to bring in too many yeah, of them. Maybe. Yeah. It's like the most the most relevant ones. Sad. Okay. <laughs> maybe he'll have another crazy dream. <laughs> dream, or in the next the next chapter or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, also, I find found it funny that uh, he tries to speak pirate a little bit. <laughs> what does he and say? Let's hope the weather be nice there. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when he is to sail, uh, battle just uh, squawks. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's um. So the 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 vision goes on, and um, and Callum's shouting help in his sleep in the real world mm-hmm. um, while he's sailing through the storm which is in a primal stone mm-hmm. which he then smashes Yeah, it comes together again and then inside it he sees himself um, floating in the water with Villas um, and the parrot <laughs> Berto comes and carries Villas off shouting I'm really big or something I'm, I'm huge, huge. <laughs> And also your conscience is a messy place, boyo. Ah, yeah. th- this is Willis speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, when he destroyed the primal stone, the boat looks like the uh, splinters of the stone. Ah. A little right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then Callum uh, sinks and seems to drown. Yeah, which is really weird. So also in real life, like he was waterboarded somehow, you know? Yeah, he uh, can't take in air properly. Yeah. He's like yeah. gasping, gasping yeah. for air yeah. in Rayla's arms. And that's, yeah. I think, how the episode ends. Yeah, true. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the, the most trippy episode so far. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> With this. But um, I really enjoy it uh the this like dream thing that happens Mm -hmm. this dream journey it reminded me of a couple of things uh it reminded me of um life is strange Mm -hmm. there's also Mm -hmm. yeah 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 oh yeah that's good yeah yeah love love the game by the way yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and what else did it remind me of ah it's gone something else yeah, also a movie, but uh, yeah, I don't know the name. Oh, uh, it reminded me of Stranger Things as well, The Upside Down. Ah, okay, uh, also good, bit. also good, yeah. yeah. Oh, so much references, love it. Also because of the like reflection aspect of it as well, that he could like see see the dark version of himself, like mm-hmm. the monster. Yeah. Also that it was uh, like a spotlight mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, true. Ah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and I have uh, another comment from from the Dragon Prince wiki about this episode. It seems uh, seems like a lot of people were influenced by this this chapter. That they, <laughs> there's <laughs> not many comments on the Dragon Prince wiki or on MDB about the Dragon Prince, but this this chapter they were interested in. And shipping not allowed uh, says that um, I'm paraphrasing here. That Viren and Callum are both confronting a doppelganger that will determine a path to their future. 
which is interesting. And that Viren looks into a mirror, which is not his reflection, but has the same insides, possibly the same intentions. Whereas Callum is meeting his own reflection, which looks the same, but is different on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like yep. we see what's really going on with the, when it glitches and stuff. Um, yeah, I found it quite a, a cool comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to compare the two uh, in what's going on in this particular chapter. I will link also the comment that just leaves for uh, the, the title, speaking about the title, mm-hmm. The Book of Destiny. So it's clearly the dark magic and breaking the cycle or seal thing. Yeah, and directly connected to this quote of destiny is a book that you write yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, really good title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Callum's trying to decide his destiny. Mm-hmm. Is he destined, as his his shadow self said, to uh, use dark magic or not? Yeah, and Viren's destiny, we don't know now. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's uh, he's now connected with this Aravos elf. Mm-hmm. Other than that, in my overarching themes, I have fighting against dark magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not much deeper than that. No. It was a very deep episode, this one. Yeah. But, yeah. A good uh, summarize, I guess. Hmm. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, again, so much going on. Um, mm-hmm. It ends up being quite uh, scary in the end with Callum. It's looking really bad for him. Yeah, also what's going on with Soren. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the final episode uh, chapter of this season. Yeah, the finale. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, next and week is going to be just just the one chapter. Yeah. Again. Exactly. And once again, the the recap before this episode was um, from Callum from Jack DeSena. Mm, okay. And yeah. it was a very, again, Callum oriented episode, so it made sense. Yeah, fitting. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I have in my introductions the bug has the same uh, skin as the elf. Ah, the starry skin. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. It also has horns like he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a different mouth. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, does its mouth move when it speaks? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Tiny, tiny little bug mouth. And I also wanted to say as well when the when the bug climbed onto his ear, the second time. So in in mm-hmm. this chapter, mm-hmm. Viren really shuddered and was like, "Ugh." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it looks a little bit like this uh, earring or uh, you know um, piercing. Yeah. There there are a lot of. Uh, Piercings like this. Yeah. And I thought, okay, the bug is crawling into his ear. Yeah. But Oh, that would have been horrible. Yeah. Or uh, it also looked like, uh, you know, this hearing aid or cochella implant. Yeah. It's like this, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, I can hear the voice of another being, uh, which is exactly this. Hearing aid. Yeah, like a, uh, an earbud for your phone or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bluetooth. True. <laughs> the yeah. Bluetooth, Bluetooth bug. Yeah. yeah. Connecting the words. Yeah, I also thought about that when you said the when Viren came back into the room and was trying to talk to Av- Avaros and Avaros was just like pointing at his ear like... Yeah. It reminded me of uh, various attempts at video calling with people online and people are just like the sound's not on <laughs> you're muted <laughs> exactly yeah true so yeah this is their their form of uh, wireless communication <laughs> yeah <laughs> using dark mod- magic and blood and everything else yeah uh. okay dark tooth dark <laughs> dark tooth <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the title of this episode. <laughs> awesome. 
Oh really good, really good. Yeah. Love it. So, do we have any uh, jelly tarts left or did we use them all? I have some left, but not much. Okay. So, in the chapter 7, I have only... We've got a horrible traitor to look up for. Traitorous words and deeds. Standard traitor stuff. <laughs> And uh, you, something weird is going on. I know, no one's listening to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> and also one from Sauron. A dead dragon and a dead elf in all in one day. Everything comes up Sauron. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And in chapter eight, I only have one. That was horrifying. It's your dream kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dream Harrow. He's not the real Harrow. <laughs> but yeah, it was very funny. Oh. No, I, I think it was uh Willis who said it. No, it was it was Harrow. It was Ah. Because the shadow Callum was glitching. Yeah. And then Callum was like, No, I'm not gonna do dark magic and then it crumbled onto the floor like in in big pieces and then turned to dust and then blew away ah okay okay and okay, then he was okay. like yeah that was terrifying <laughs> and then Harris like Harris says that it's you're a dream kid and then just like <laughs> reverses out, out of the room <laughs> that's really cool yeah yeah <laughs> moves away it was yeah. very funny yeah yeah okay cool that's it. I only have the outros left. Okay, go for it. Okay, so chapter 7, we see first the dark magic book. Uh, I think it's from Claudia. Then we see little Soren sword fighting a teddy dragon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really cute. Um, Callum with black eyes and a hood. And, you know, like white white lines around his eyes mm -hmm. a little bit mysterious then we see the speaking bug then we see the griffin with an eye patch because yeah Ca claudia removed the eye mm -hmm. and uh, in the last one we see the cube with the earth rune on top and scratches next to it so kaylee uh mentioned that it was the earth rune and i looked it up again and i am saw them the scratches and i was wondering where are the scratches coming from is mm -hmm. it from the griffin or something yeah. else i thought about it again now maybe it's the sc scratches on the earth um from corvus tracking ezrin maybe hmm okay but i don't know i don't know yeah yeah or maybe just because it's the earth rune and it's like scratches on the earth or something but yeah yeah but yeah, okay, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. unknown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just one thing to this um, Sorin, like baby Sorin or young Sorin fighting mm -hmm. a teddy dragon. Uh, there was also a comment on the, the wiki, I think, um, that this is like Sorin's attitude towards dragons changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, that dragons are like maybe nice creatures and not <laughs> not evil creatures that you want to uh that you want to slay but i don't know i mean he's just been attacked by one so who knows yeah. what he's thinking yeah. at the moment um yeah. sh shall i do the outros for the for yeah. chapter 8 go on yeah. so we have a uh, shadow callum again so this callum with a cloak and black eyes but uh it's apparently a mistake um, yeah. this image was supposed to be bait looking at a dark version of bait yeah. so also in a cloak and yeah. the drawing uh, if you're interested is is on the wiki and it's a reference to a famous scene in star wars exactly yeah yeah <laughs> uh anyway so the next one is ez playing in a pile of bantha cubs they look really cute Mm -hmm. The next one is Rayla looking after Callum, 
while he's in his dream state. Then we have uh, the cube, this time with no scratches, but it only has dark magic symbols on it, which mm -hmm. is like in Callum's dream. Mm -hmm. and then we see a ship with Callum as the sail. <laughs> and lastly, we have Claudia looking at something. And to me, it looks like a cake. Me, uh, me and Yannick talked about this before. We're not sure. It seems to be some sort of cake <laughs> or a scone. Yeah, I, I, I had scone in my notes, or yeah. Something. But maybe it's the eye of the yeah. griffin. Maybe. Could be the griffin eye, but it looks a little bit too... Buttery, squishy. Tasty. Tasty, yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine if it was the eye, that it would be like dripping or something. Yeah, um, or, or at least, uh, you know, eye socket... Uh, no, not not eye socket. Um, but like have the nerve hanging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we don't know what she's looking at. Maybe we'll find out in the next outros. Mm -hmm. These things happen sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> which I like. Yeah, yeah. It's nice that they there's like these connections. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. Unless you've got any other trivia things or. That's it for me. I think we went through everything. Good. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Excited to see the finale. Yeah, me too. So, once again, you can find us at newsfromthebreach.com and you, you can find the podcast on Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts or any of these places <laughs> that you look for your podcasts. Um, I give a short shout out to the uh, podcast app that I use, which is called AntennaPod. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to use, and we're on there too. Um, yeah, so I think that's about it. And if you want to talk to us, you can contact us on Telegram. The link's on our website. Or tweet us. Or, or tweet, tweet us. us. Yeah. <laughs> Yannick's on that <laughs> yeah. yeah cool so thanks for listening and uh, look forward to discussing the finale with you and yeah until next time until next time bye bye to the dragon prince there <laughs> nope <laughs> okay <laughs>